adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Beautiful. I got a mouthful of donuts. Episode 79, No Snooze Podcast. We got the big three in the building. And not just big because I'm crushing donuts here. But we got Michael, the show, Pirelli, Claudio, the voice, Valenzuela, and Dave, the body, Regina. Welcome back, boys. It's good good to be back. First off, happy birthday. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you. I just want to let everyone know you've walked in off the hinges this morning. You almost broke a ceiling tile for your suit. Yeah. I see a Rolex on your your arm. We'll talk about that later. Yep, we will. He's, I, you always, whenever I stop at Dunkin' D's before we get into the, the booth, I ask usually, hey, you need anything? Usually everyone's pretty tamed. Dave this morning said, I'll take a glazed donut. Glazed donut, baby, right to the face. And um, I, I almost was offended because you said Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm like, no, I don't drink that. I it's drink the only Starbies, thing that's close. But donuts is good. You think this order is shaky, though. Please tell me why. I would say, and I'm going to get a lot of heat for this, I think glazed donuts are the worst donut on the hierarchy of incredible donuts. There are so many... Boston cream, which a lot of people hate, is definitely above a glazed donut. I'm a big Krispy Kreme guy. I so, hate Krispy Kreme. Really? No, I don't hate it. I'll, I'm lying. Put it in a microwave lying. seven seconds. Oh, you microwave it's it. It's literally the best thing but in the world. Crisp- I almost went. I had two other options that I was thinking about. The blueberry glaze, right, which is a great donut. Okay. Or the Never, I don't think I've ever had blueberry glaze. Dunkin Donuts, right? See, even chocolate glaze, because you have the chocolate aspects. Yep. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Glazed donut just never does it for me. How can you know. be mad at the OG of donuts, though? That right. is the uh, original. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah and, you know, it's like saying, you know, I don't like Snoop Dogg. But when you the think OG. of a donut, right? When you think of a donut, what is that the first thing you think of? Plate. Do you think of glazed donut? I do. 45 pound plate. Do you think of a glazed donut? What do you think of? Like when I hear donut, I think of a. A donut with pink frosting with the sprinkles, yeah. or like you watch too much Simpsons. I then. do. Yeah. I don't actually You're don't definitely watch a girl Simpsons. dad, bro. I think of well, that's one of my favorites, a strawberry donut. Okay, well, a strawberry glaze. Uh, I think of Boston cream. I Boston think cream is of, fire. Uh, like a even a no, probably not. I don't know. I just that's think fire. of a lot of other things prior to that. But anyway, yeah. Sorry, uh, I was no. I was a little offended. I didn't get a donut because I'm trying to be somewhat. Good during the week because I mean a real friend would have just brought like a six pack right. or a twelve <laughs> yeah. pack and, and just pulled up. up. Here, right. boys, pulled up choose whatever the, you want. Pulled up with the donuts. Fun fact: Greenwich does <laughs> not have, have to split uh, a donut and eat. <laughs> half a donut. Eat. Yeah, you're on rations. Uh, fun fact: Greenwich does not have like a go to donut spot. Like every town has like oh you got to hit this spot. It's got incredible donuts. Yep. For whatever reason, we do not have one. So I've been trying to recruit other businesses outside of town, like Duck Donuts. Have you ever seen Duck Donuts? Yes, yes, Elite Donuts. They're they're in a top league of, the of their top. own, um, but anyway, go, I've been top craving donuts lately, and not just the yeah. weights. Um, so besides the uh, the fat talk here, you know, Birthday if you are boy. listening on drop day, it's already November first. Wow, new month, new week, new grind. But this is also separation season because a lot of people take their foot off the gas. You know, us included at times. But we got to be mindful moving forward, right? I don't think this year. Um, so, yeah, birthday wrapped up. Um, That's why I hover over the break the entire year. Because <laughs> <laughs> they can accelerate but, through. Yeah. Birthday wrapped up. Michael put up a post saying that uh, happy 40th, <laughs> Dave Regina. People are in the Did DMs. My favorite DM thus far was this guy. I'll leave his name off of it. He DMs and said, hey, brother, you are in great shape for your age. You are. 
But I am not 40 years old. I am 32. You can tell by, I, I guess you can get confused by the grays. So we almost have a battle on the Instagram stories because I know he's going to react to things. <laughs> and I know he doesn't text me reactions. He does it via. Yeah. So that's like the only thing I received. Yeah. There was no background. So I didn't know how he reacted to it. I just knew that I thought it was hilarious. And I was laughing <laughs> yeah. all morning. Dana saw it. She thought it was funny. The best part is that he posted the rebuttal saying he was 32, but you know how people do that anyway? Yes. I didn't even think about that. Yep. People probably thought you were being funny. Well, that was like you the other guy. <laughs> that was like you the other day where you're like, happy 25th, Dane, or 20, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's the same type of thing. So people don't know. I'm between 32 and 40 years old. But you got to keep it close, else it's not believable. Because <laughs> yeah. I went too high, then people, it would be no confusion. But yep. I thought that was amazing. That That's was incredible. Good, good work, Michael. Good if anything, work. it helps you because yep. it makes you, you know. Maybe the dad bod votes. We yep. might get some okay. votes. All I right. also posted if you want to see more shirtless pics. <laughs> yes. Oh I my just God. offered you were, up. you were killing me. The nose the nose, the nose thing nose. with Owen Wilson. I was getting toasted, but all in good fun. I, I enjoy that stuff. Um, so while we're on the food topic, mm-hmm. which I'm going to ask about your birthday dinner because it looks okay. phenomenal, I want to share a story about my lovely wife, Dana. And oh. I gave her a heads up. When she did this, I said, I cannot wait to tell this story because a lot of the times when I talk about you, I'm the bad guy. But I think this might... Just before you get started, I am not going to cut this out no matter what you say later. fair. Uh It's not that bad. It's about food, okay? I don't know. You started off with my lovely wife. Yeah, yeah. My lovely wife. So something something is coming here. So uh, let me me pose a question to you guys before we start. Do you get irritated when you're in a deli and you get behind someone? They don't know, like, it's their first time on earth. They're like, what do you have here? It's like, it's a deli. (laughs) There's bacon and cheeses. Chicken cutlets. Chicken cutlets. Exactly. Right. You kn- you can run through the, yeah. the tops, right? Or like you go to a Chinese spa and they're like, do you have, you know, whatever it is. It's like every Chinese place has these Chicken similar and broccoli menu. with uh, pork fried rice. Ex- and, See, that's and my guy. Roll, you know what I mean? So this is I'm going to preface this. So Dana, I love her to death. Let me preface this. She <laughs> is one of the types that will get into a deli, stare at the menu for like 20 minutes. Be like, I don't know. Get to the front and still not know what to order. So right? the opposite of decisive. Correct. Very indecisive. I my wife as well. to a place. Already knowing what I you want to order or top two, top three, right? Yep. Can Be- I just say one more thing? Yes, jump in. <laughs> so, and I, I, I feel you. Thank you. All I right. do. Yep. That's three, three for Most three. of the time I'm when I go into up. a yep. deli, I go with my mind made up. Like, Thank you. Well before. Yep. We've lived long enough here that you know every deli is the same <laughs> exact thing. However, I will say this. New delis. I will. No, it doesn't even matter because it's always the same. That's ah, a place. Dante's deli, deli is pretty elite. That is true. That is that, that is true. Our, I got caught. Thank God the line is so long because you get caught staring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our collective food AD is incredible. <laughs> I do believe this. If you go to a deli and you get stuck behind somebody who is indecisive and choosing, trying to figure out, it allows you, it gives you a moment. And granted, it does depend on how hungry you are in the moment to look at the menu and maybe stray away from what you normally would get mm-hmm. and try something new. That's a good mm-hmm. point. That has happened to me, and I have been pleasantly surprised because usually I get the same thing or a variation of the same yep. thing. Yeah. So it's always the same stuff. Yeah, because you already know going in what you want. Right. Here's, here's, excuse me. Here's my other question. Do you help that person? <laughs> no. no. Are they just swimming? Uh, I mean, sometimes I do. Okay, Sometimes. so this is a perfect tee up. I'm yep. happy I got you on my side. This can work out well. All right, let me set the stage. <laughs> it's a Sunday morning. We had a wedding the night before. We're leaving the hotel. We have a two-hour ride, right? We had a couple bevies, mm-hmm. so we're trying to recuperate. I got to work uh, that afternoon, early afternoon. So like, I'm, I actually feel decent, hammered Pedialyte, hammered a bunch of waters. I'm, one, I'm elite 
behind Dave or Gene. I'm number two at <laughs> consuming fluids. Okay. Okay. So I'm like feeling decent, but I'm like, you know what'll put me over the top? A nice bacon, egg, and cheese on a Ooh. biscuit, hash brown. Biscuit. Yeah, from uh, really? McDonald's. You ever do that? Oh, from McDonald's. Yeah. I'll yeah. Do that. So I do a bacon, but I get two of them. So I get two, two, and then I go one orange juice. Wow. And one coffee. Got to suck up the. Is that elite? Alcohol. That's a nice That's order, right? Because uh, the sandwiches are tiny. No water. They're like. Oh, you no, did water. Oh, I had Higher. water. I had okay, water. Okay. So like, I'm going in. I'm like, Dane, you want like McDonald's breakfast and. When she's a little hungover, she's a little, little slow, little like all over the place, little like I, she just she can't get the motor going quick, yep. right? So I'm like, this is gonna be bad in my head. I'm like, this is gonna be a mess. So we put, but but there's not many menu items, right? Yep. There's the the best of the best. So you just order whatever. Well, they I don't know if you know, but they they yes, changed their menus. We CV's coming alive <laughs> today, and I love it. He's here. They changed their menus, or they have changed their menus a bit in the last. Five years or very so. true very so true. and even like some items are now in different numbers yeah so and i only know because when i go yeah, you bring people there right no no, no. Just, i i don't my, eat it. my parents so, <laughs> true story i do like it but true story my parents love it and every oh, yeah. now and then everyone's say, parents love it I so think. i will go to get it i'm and always oh yeah yeah number two number two number two is not the same number two uh-huh. that it was like oh, five gotcha. years ago okay. or so so I'm like, do you know what you're at? So I, I don't even tell. That him. would be a get, forgivable. Because I know what it is. That would be a forgivable offense. Okay. That yeah. I would make. It would make sense. Right. This was not. Okay. And before we dive into the specifics, what's your go-to order? Do you have one? At McDonald's? Breakfast. Though? McDonald's breakfast. McDonald's breakfast. Oh, I like. The steak. The steak egg sandwich. I, see, what? I've never had on that. A bagel? No, I do, um, I do the bacon, egg, and cheese on a McGriddle. Ooh, okay, that's too. nice. So that too. would be the that's go-to for breakfast. But I got to be honest with you, Michael. <laughs> I don't even know the last time I had a McDonald's breakfast. Okay. But now I'm kind of taking a trip there. I Seriously. don't even know what the menu and looks like. Always, Next week, I'll always pick up. two hash browns. Yes. Oh, always. All right. Always. Perfect. Dude, this is unbelievable lead into. Okay. So we're going there. Uh, GPS it 0.7 away. I'm like, beautiful. Oh, right friggin' right on the highway. Nothing's better than, you know, hit, hit, revamp it with some, uh, some nice greasy stuff and then hitting a long ride. Nice podcast. Maybe no snooze. Okay. Like, <laughs> subscribe, and comment. <laughs> so we go to the drive through and it's a situation where there's no line. So we're like, we're driving right up. Right. And I'm like, oh, perfect. I'm in the holster. So I usually order first because I'm like, I need to get in front of the chaos to let the person taking our order know I got my shit together. Right. Okay. Right. Whoever's yeah. behind me. Also, it gives your partner yeah, some time. time to kind of look at the menu. Yep. Correct. So you guys got yeah, it. It's yeah, chess. We're, we're, we're playing chess. They're playing checkers. <laughs> yep. Okay. So I, you know, hey, can I have, uh, and I, I kind of drag it out. Two bacon, egg, and cheese on a biscuit, meals. Um, I'll have, and I knew what I was ordering. I'll have an orange juice. You know what size? Oh, uh, uh, you got medium? No, you All got right, large. <laughs> you got a medium. <laughs> you got a medium. And then they're like, "What else?" And I'm like, "Coffee." And they're like, "All right, what do you want? Milk, sugar?" And I'm like, "Yeah, can I have both? Do you have a half and half?" You know, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm warming them up. Yeah. Turn over to Dana, and she goes, "Uh, in her defense, she goes, I'll have a croissant." Uh, with butter, please. Okay. All right, we're at McDonald's, McDonald's. right? Oh, okay. with butter. Okay. This isn't a French bakery. Yeah, yeah, okay. In her defense, favorite meal of all time. When she's hungover, she just wants butter, bread, pasta. I don't know what that was. <laughs> okay. okay. Can I have a butter croissant? Um, I'm sorry. There, they, we don't have any croissants. Okay. Right on the menu, no croissant. No croissant. She looks at me. She's like, "Okay, um, I'll have two hash browns." Okay. So I'm like, "All right, we're making progress." Yeah. Then she looks back and she goes. You know what? I'll just have a bacon, egg, and cheese on a croissant. <laughs> I'm so conditioned. I don't even question it. I say it like an asshole to the person. I'm like, all right. And then a uh, bacon, egg, and cheese on a croissant. <laughs> the person goes, 
Um, sir, we, we don't have any croissants. Uh, we, you know, like <laughs> she, she just doesn't be, yeah, she was very nice. Thankfully it wasn't like someone had to. <laughs> so I look back at her and I'm like visibly like shook. Cause yeah. I'm like, I'm the idiot who it said was, it. Yeah. So I, I say to the guy, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's my wife. Like <laughs> I literally <laughs> caught, I throw under the bus. Then on top of it, I'm like, what do you want? She's like, just bacon, egg and cheese. And I'm like, Dana, what is it going to be floating? It's on a platter. What is it on? Right. Well, like, it could be I'm, on a platter. I'm getting so mad. <laughs> what is it like, on? Floating. She's like, um, uh, 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 English muffin, right? Like, <laughs> freaks out. English muffin. So I'm pulling up to the thing. I pay. I'm embarrassed. Like, I'm <laughs> so embarrassed. Dana's like in a fog. I get my stuff. We drive to park, and I look at Dana, and I'm like, I don't know what's worse, that order that you just made, <laughs> or me repeating it like an idiot right after you said it. Like, she starts laughing hysterically. I start laughing. I'm like, Dana, this is so messed up to say. But I think if this was, like, our first ad hoc date, which there's questions anyway, we would have never made it. Just because run for the I can't deal with that. Yeah, like, that was <laughs> – and I'm a little hungover, too. So yeah. I'm like, I don't want to deal with that either. <laughs> so it was – I want to hear people's comments. Was I in the wrong? Does, do you – are you a bad food orderer? And would you break up with someone <laughs> if that's the case? Like we got kids. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm married. But I have two follow-up questions. That is a bad offense. That is a bad offense. <laughs> yes, I want to hear your question. Number one, is she a person that you can order for and she'll be okay with that? No. So she likes what she She's likes picky. and that's what you want. Correct. Mm. You, oh, have you, well, part, time out, time part out. A. One, more, one more detail. On top of it, she didn't even eat the bacon and cheese oh. on an English muffin. Oh. So I, like an asshole, ordered it. She never even ate it. Maybe she had a bite. I forget what you oh, said. But man. anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Do you know, part B, do you know kind of what she likes to eat? Yeah, I know. So you would be, would you be able to order without her having to order and she would be okay eating it? If it was me and we talked about it later, I would just order the hash browns for her. She eats like yeah. a five-year-old. So I'm like hash browns, hash mac browns and cheese. banging all the time. No offense. So my, my solution, <laughs> no, I'm not cutting this out. My solution would be you ask her what she wants the day before. The day before? <laughs> the day before or not he doesn't nothing. even know where he's going. As, in between the a, 20 vodkas? Like, a, hey, what do you want for tomorrow? For? As a staple, you should always know that her one go thing, the go-to. And that way, when Fair. instead of panicking, boom, you just act. Give her some lead time. Efficient, effective, right. okay. convenient. And yeah, if she wants go. to change it, she can always change it, but at least you'll have your go to yeah okay. and this i i it, it's happened a lot of times before yeah. this was just like a culmination where i'm like i have to share this with the people yeah that's a good one that's a that's a good one we always run into that scenario when we're trying to decide what type of food mm. that's oh. the biggest battle because and when you're ordering i genuinely out? will not care what i what i'll eat you know so then i'll put it on her trying to allow Karina i don't care whatever you want to choose yeah and then she's like you're really going to stress me out like this? Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's like a real thing. Like, yeah. you're really going to put that on? And I'm like, yeah. babe, I really just don't. I don't care. You know, I could go everything from Greek food to Italian to Chinese. Yeah, to you list like Like, everything. I really yeah, just yeah. don't. And she's yeah. like, oh, my God, you give me too many options. So I know exactly what you're going through. And on top of that, everyone's like, I really don't care. Really. And then you're like, all right, let's get Chinese. And be like, well, I don't want Chinese. Now this and makes me like, think, I wonder what girls night looks like for them. When they both they, they go must out. know <laughs> they spend four in. hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where do we go? Yeah, they, they just they just like, go martinis like... all night, dirty martinis all night. That's they, why they come back fries. banged up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, dirty martinis, fries, yeah. and they eat the olives. That's it. Olives. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's a good one, man. Um, I so I mean, I guess closing out on the food portion here. Um, my wife took me to a phenomenal steakhouse. We've never been. It's actually up by us, Hudson Valley Steakhouse. I think we might have been for Billy's birthday Probably, before. yes. And Billy and Alyssa it is, love it. It was delicious. Yeah, they but love it. But I don't it. know if that was the right one. Oh, my God. But the level of service was top-notch. Well, they knew you were coming. I mean, I'm talking as soon as you get to the table, 
two guys come from two different angles. They open the napkin. One's pouring the water. His hand is behind his back. You know, just like six hands. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously, though, I didn't even know what's going on. He's putting my knife there, my fork. Then the bread guy, the third guy, comes out. From top to bottom, incredible. Ordered the tomahawk. I saw the tomahawk. I mean, it's it was that's on the pitch video you oh, took. Huge, huge steak, forty ounce. See, we're very similar in that aspect. Oh. Like, if you're saying, "What are you gonna get?" I'm like, "I'm going for the biggest steak." They yeah, got the menu. I mean, it, it, there was it was a no brainer. All show, um, but it was it was just delicious. We got it medium, which you know sometimes. I asked the guy, I said, is that offensive? Because medium rare in a steakhouse. It's offensive. No, no, no. Medium rare in a steakhouse is like dead on a plate. I mean, you might as well just give me the cow. Yeah. With the legs sticking out of the tom. Like, that's, that's what true. it looked like. You that's know, true. so I'm looking at this tomahawk go by and I'm like, oh. does Karina like it well done? Because Dana she, likes hers like she done. does. She does. But I she get was embarrassed a about that, too. No, I didn't order that. I get so embarrassed. She was a trooper. But she's like, hey, can you ask I said, her, you like- can eat around the edges, <laughs> you know, like. Instead of you buying a burnt steak, yeah, like yeah. just eat around the edges. Yeah. So it was perfect. We shared it. She had about two ounces, and I had thirty-eight. Yeah. Um, but oh, <laughs> but just just a great experience. Had had a little Macallan to sip with it. Um, so yeah, if you're ever in the Yorktown area, Hudson Valley Steakhouse is a go-to. Yeah, I might need to try that one. Yeah, again, oh, if man. we haven't. But. Yep. Nice, very nice. Yeah, steak, yeah, yeah. Steak on your birthday is just nothing better. Nothing better. Nothing and, better. and I eat a lot of steak. Yeah, yeah that's I re- interesting. I really do. I go steak or salmon every night. I mean, every night. Every night. That's, that's wild. It. My only two options. Okay. And I'm talking a New York strip or a porterhouse. Okay. Like we're not talking little baby flank steaks. Okay. You know, we're talking big boys. This is kind of uh, getting to the next topic, but also asking about. It. I was thinking, and our topic today is about focus more on that later and the rolling <laughs> uh, if you haven't liked subscribe and comment um i was thinking i'm like you know what when i'm trying to like not spend a ton of money but also get food to eat well and and try to hit my macros yeah it's really coming down to a price per protein okay. right like even though this is cheaper mm-hmm. i gotta have five of them to get the same amount of protein mm-hmm. so in reality it's like, yeah, the steak might be expensive, but you just have to eat the one steak versus I yep. have like 40 cheese sticks, yes. which are <laughs> which are a one-to-one ratio yep. as far as pro- – like I say one-to-one when it's uh, a gram of protein per 10 calories. <laughs> oh, good. <That's laughs> which hilarious. isn't right, but <laughs> – That's hilarious. But do you ever – do you think that way? Like because you're very I mean, analytical. yeah, when I'm uh, – like last night I just wanted a steak. I didn't really care. Oh, about, yeah, it was your you birthday. I, but didn't, in I didn't care. But yes, oh, yeah, when I'm when I'm out, yeah, I'll definitely – I try to fill up on the protein side of things, and then I do my dirt, you know. Because I'm trying to, like, get back to being a normal person eating-wise, which okay. has been very difficult, <laughs> surprisingly. Person. And I've been eating, like, eggs for breakfast, ba- turkey bacon, turkey sausage, steaks. Like, I've been trying to eat turkey real food. Turkey bacon is atrocious. Really? I like it. Oh, I love it, no, actually. It's offensive. Is it? It's not it's healthy. Offensive. I mean, you're a food guy. If you ever pull up to a spot and try the the, the great turkey item on it, people it's aren't balanced awesome. though. I eat like weird during the week, so then when <laughs> I have to shoot episodes or yeah. go out, like I really can enjoy myself. Okay, it makes everything so much better. Gotcha. Like if all you do is eat turkey bacon during the week, and then you go have a regular plate of like real bacon Oof. at a diner, well done bacon, life blown, <laughs> life with blown. a nice mind blowing, life changing, my mind yep. blowing, life blown. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, price per protein, yep. that was a focus that I've been adjusting. And it's 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 funny because you focus on the wrong stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you know what? It's really the protein to the cost. Yes. Price per protein. Yeah. I like that. I've never heard that before. Like, I might have to start a little grid. Price, price per protein. posting crap. <clears throat> good stuff. Um, PPP. PPP. <laughs> That's good. Uh, three Ps. Three Ps. Triple P. Want to go there? Yeah, I want to go right. there. You got questions? 
<laughs> well, let it me gives me such anxiety to know <laughs> of the ballpark price range of that thing. And like sir and my dad was ripping on me cuz my shoes are kind of old. I don't buy anything for myself, <laughs> but but as far as an investment yeah. or like spending on mm-hmm. something, I will spend crazy just for no reason. Like yeah. if I can justify it's an investment, which it could be. Correct. Um, I but I have such a hard time. Yeah, no, I I um I do too for sure. Uh, but this was this was something that we've been discussing even we have, back and forth for have. months. I mean, it's on podcasts from three months ago. So Subscribers can, basically paid for. It yeah, because, you can definitely you know, the views you, you and can all definitely that. Definitely check that out. Um, but I've been. I've been fixated on I need a new timepiece, mm. right? And and not just any timepiece, but I want something that would be more of an investment type of watch, yeah. right? So I was looking at a couple different options. Um, I posted the Hublot because I love that watch. Um, but that was a very pricey watch as well. Not as pricey as the one I got. But then it came down to like the investment side of things, Retaining right? value. Retaining value. What is, I mean, typically... Watches are like cars. Mm. As soon as you strap it around your wrist, you walk out of the store, it drops in value. A Rolex watch is literally the one of the only uh, luxury brand watches that not only retain its value, but appreciate mm-hmm. in value. So when, once I started thinking about it that way, and I got over the initial, oh my God, I got to spend the money. Um, you know, The first thing that we've been doing the past couple months is making sure that a purchase like this is not going to hinder any sort of... Um, I guess current financial situation. Yeah, tie so I'm up. not going to be pulling money from somewhere else just to pay this watch off. It's a right? savings account. Correct. I, well, that, that that's now kind of how I looked at it. So once you get over the initial fear of like, oh my god, this is an extreme purchase, which I definitely went through, um, and I bought in some expensive things in in my life, even for my wife, she's got you know the a Cartier bracelet, which is expensive, but it's timeless. So let's stop there because you're oh. gonna get me in a lot of oh. trouble. Okay? <laughs> no, no, but it's timeless. You know what I mean? Like that's a brand you put it on your wrist. Oh, 25 years goes by and you can literally get exactly the same dollar that you paid for it. That's wild. It's yeah. crazy. crazy to think about. You can't um, even do that with a savings account anymore. I know. I know. So really, once once I got over that, I'm like, you know what? It's time to pull the plug. Then I started researching. All right. Well, what do I want? I'm more of a, a white gold guy just because of my wedding band is white gold. Uh, so I wanted something that I could wear every day if I want. But I'm also looking for a piece that is going to... Um, it's a timeless piece in a sense of looking back at history, right? Rolex, the past hundred years, Martin Luther King happened to be rocking this watch, oh. right? Like interesting, exactly. So this is a watch that I mean, presidents have worn, and it's it. It what, no, I was gonna say another angle is like when you have a, it's like a a Jeep guy, right? Which I miss that. I do. Too. Once you're like in the this. club, like someone sees you have that, it's an icebreaker too. Networking tact. Yep. And you know, I, I'm a watch guy in itself, and not just off of brand watches. Like I just like watches. I yeah, probably have twenty. Been. Yeah, I have twenty watches. Um, you know, and the collection is still growing. But you have any that you don't I, wear often? That, you know. <laughs> pawn them off. You, you, no, you want, pawn you know them off. I'll rent can, it. You want to rent? rent? <laughs> the uh, the the Regina rental. Yeah, I like that. Uh, but no, man, it it's a purchase that I honestly, once I click that button. And I found the watch that I wanted. It's a rush. First of all, yeah, it was. Were you like, oh, yeah. And it kind of bothered me because the way I wanted to pay for it. Was like in person, champagne? No, I found found the watch that I wanted. There was only one in the area, well, area meaning Atlanta. But sure enough, I get in contact with them and they're like, dude, I mean, as soon as you press that button, we're overnighting that to you like yeah. you'll I have mean, you better be right yeah um so the level of service was was beautiful quite what's up 
Did you maximize your purchase by getting also points on the back end? Well, this is the my credit card. This yes. is what really bothered me. So I have two credit cards that I really use. My JetBlue credit card, which is usually my go-to. Mm -hmm. However, my limit was not enough to cover the <laughs> full purchase of the watch. That's awesome. Right? So I knew that I was pulling the money out of my savings account, but I wanted to make the purchase first on my credit card, but I wanted to split the payments. Yeah. Because I'm like, if I can't pay for this in full on one credit card, let me do it on my favorite two to maximize the points like you're talking about. With fraud, with all of this stuff, they're like, you can't split your payments. I'm like, so you're telling me I got two credit cards that literally, you're talking a couple hundred dollars off of the full purchase price of the watch. So I'm like, are you going to give me a discount? Because this is my limit on my credit card. Yeah. And we usually don't like to walk around with limits on our, uh, with uh, balances on our credit cards. We try to pay it off at and the end, end of, of every month. month. Um, by the way, great uh, credit score hack. I mean, you do that for a solid six to eight months, you're jumping an extreme amount of points. So I don't know if my parents taught me this, but I always thought you had to pay when I was well, younger. Well, that's a great thought to have. So I, I mean, never like had anything carry over right. unless I like missed it. Right. But I was like, in my head, I was like, you cannot leave leave it on there like you have to else they're going to come find you yeah well, i think american I express basically works that way does it yeah well yeah so. if you don't you get whacked mm -hmm. but anyway go ahead <laughs> we're not talking mob whacked either so well you might as well be at that point i mean <laughs> no snooze podcast mob talk subscribe baby link subscribe um, <laughs> comment all right subscribers plug, are growing plug three we're getting good I at plugs i see you baby um so yeah now i'm frustrated because i'm like you mean to tell me it is pretty wild i want this watch and i can't obviously do it over the phone because you're going to tell me that i'm not Dave Regina. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, have you Googled No Snooze Podcast? Like, check yeah, it out. Like, right? Free so, promotion. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag not um, a sponsor. But. So then he's like, well, you know what you could do? You could go through PayPal. And when you go through PayPal, you can split payments. Sketchy. So then I go to PayPal. And sure enough, you can't do it unless you have a business account on PayPal. Does Dave Regina have a business account on PayPal? No. So I'm like, what's the, you know, what's the downside of this business thing? Then I look at the fine print of the business account. Later on, there's like fees involved. So I'm like, I'm not paying more for this. Yeah. And if you can't do this for me, I'm not doing it. Yeah, because at some point, the points don't matter because you're- Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. So then he's like, well, you know what a lot of people do? They click a firm, which is like a payment thing you can finance with a firm. We have that for our uh, Peloton. We, we have it for the Peloton. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So- this, though, is a line of credit through a firm where I'm like, I'm not running my credit score for a purchase that I already have the, can, yeah. the money for. Yeah. It'd be one thing if I'm trying to find ways to pay for this, but now I just want my JetBlue points. I'm trying to go back to Puerto Rico. Right? like that's, I could just see this guy on the other line. Yeah. Are you buying the fucking watch yes. or not? And then, of course, there's one in the store, the one that I wanted, and I wanted the white gold. Um, a lot of uh, Rolex watches, too. You can get them in um, nice. different types of gold, but there's a lot of stainless watches, mm. stainless steel. Now, the steel that Rolex makes is the top-of-the-line steel, the most durable steel in the world. So stainless steel is the most durable form of... Correct. Got it. Correct. But I wanted the white gold because yeah. of the gold aspect to the watch. And white gold's a little softer, right? So a little more. Yes. Um, but it's still durable, but you have to. Correct. Maintain but also, it fun fact about Rolex, these watches are really made to be beat up. It's unbelievable the durability of the watch. And if you really, you know, look into it and you, you research your stuff, you'll see that that's really what they're made for. The Submariner Diver watch is literally made to be scuba dove in. Is that a word? Scuba dived? I don't, know. I don't know. I love but it. But you Keep can going. scuba dive in that thing every day. The Rolex Explorer, you it's literally meant to be outside in the frigid, uh, you know, temperatures, banging on trees and watches. Uh, you heard that click CV? I don't know if that did anything. I like um, the green one, whatever that one that, is. Uh, is. That's that the, the Hulk? Hulk. That's the Hulk, the Submariner. Um, well, there's Hulk, another yeah. one, isn't there? There's two greens? Well, yeah, there's a bunch. Hulk is the more expensive Kermit, one. Kermit, too. 
Kermit. Kermit. That's when I yeah, they're it. fire. Um, but they uh, listen. When it came down to it, I'm like, you know, yes, it's expensive. But look, had a good year. I've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah. Um, it was it was go time. My wife supported it fully. She even helped contribute to the purchase for the birthday. Um, so it was just it, it was a good moment. I had literally no regrets. No regrets or remorse. That's a, um, that's a movie. Re- that's I know. A movie that's uh, that? that's that uh, Meet the Millers. Oh. oh uh, hey, those are cool tats, man. Oh, for real. Thank you, bro. You yeah. see the cobra? I mean, what is this one? What's the one right there? Oh, this? Uh-huh. That's my credo. No regrets. Mm-hmm. How about that? You have no regrets? Dad. Nope. Not one? Nope. <laughs> I wish I did to talk about something. Not one regret, huh? That's how I've been living my whole life. I went to a tattoo artist. I was like, this is how I live. Can you put that on my body? And he did. Dad. Like, not even a single letter? Nah, I can't think of one. I'm an unbelievable. It's so unfortunate that you don't know movies because no. I am an unbelievable movie referencer. Yep. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. Mm. So then, long story short, I had to. This is the worst part. And you're going to be like, no. Send him some hoodies? No. <laughs> I didn't even end up getting my points. You know who got my points? Karina. My mother in law. Oh, nice. Oh, Even no. better. Yeah. No, it's not That's fine. Yeah. She, the amount she babysits, well, dude. Correct. So literally, I'm like, you know, hey, you mind like making a purchase real quick? <laughs> Which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, the, the size so, of it. Yes, exactly. So did, she's like. Did you try yeah. um, calling the card to see if they'll give you an increase? Or? What? So again, I didn't I want to run took my. your points. I didn't, want, I didn't want to run my credit. Like I don't it, think the credit. It is. It, it is. Does? Yeah. It's a hard. And my, I, look, the limit on my credit card is fine for what I live with, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I. It's over $10,000, but it's less than the amount of the watch. So like, and I have two of them, but I couldn't, I couldn't take a couple hundred. It was very frustrating. Right. So sure enough, my mother-in-law ends up having a business account on PayPal that's already established. She's a, she's a G. Exactly. She must've been through this before. Anybody have any issues? Calls mother-in-law. This is not her first rodeo, but pretty funny though. I'm like, oh God, like, do you think you can make a purchase? She's like, yeah, no problem. How much? (laughs) Right. Right. So then we get a little, she's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. What? uh, What? I'm like, look, I'll get you the money, you know, but do you mind just doing this? So she's like, but I can keep the points? And I'm like, yeah, you can keep the points. So she ended up getting thousands of points. Um, so hopefully she'll enjoy her flight to Puerto Rico. Um, but yeah, man, that's the uh, that's the the story of the purchase. Dave Regina, good at getting points even after high school basketball. <laughs> Ooh, Let's go. That's fire. Um, okay. I First off, love the look. I would be concerned personally because I don't keep – Take care of things well. Yep, I'm like a bull in a china shop with suits, yep. shoes. It's my one of my uh, downfalls mm-hmm. is that I'm just the loose cannon. Yeah, stuff. um, I, I I don't know. I mean, but I, you're very you're very meticulous. You're very organized. You can I'm sure you put that in the same spot every night. It's it's nice. I mean, it makes sense for a night. So I put it point in the same being spot though, night. I slept with it. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did actually. I woke up. I'm like, babe, I'm getting dressed. I put the watch on. I'm like, all right, ready to go. So I think we're in this uh, weird time in the world where people are going to be doing things like this more often because even if you put in a savings account, you're losing money. Right yep. now, you're not gaining anything. Right. So there's really no like downside other than potentially like losing it or whatever you can get insured, I'm sure. Yep. But the the I like the fact that you're getting a utility value, you're enjoying it, while it's also technically an investment. Yes. Those are the best. And you could do that with cars. You can do it with everything. Absolutely. But that was the difference Credit for me. You. On Yes, the purchase price of the other watch would have been 
Less. cheaper, but it was still would have been thousands of dollars of a purchase. Yeah. That at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I love. Do they the- not retain value? They. They, They're not as, as exactly. They don't cash. appreciate as much. You can yeah. sell it. Say you buy a, a Hublot for five grand, you can resell it for like three. Yeah. But like it didn't really do anything for you. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Whereas the used um, certified pre-owned Rolexes, that's where the market is. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And I was yeah. able to uh, to snag one for a great deal. Box papers brand new. Which doesn't, it, it's a very tough market right now. Congratulations. You deserve it. You've been Thank thinking you, about it a long time. It's got to feel nice. Do you feel like you have a little extra pep in your step today? Well, also with the pairing of the suit. So it, it's funny. I love to wear this suit when I have big business meetings. Yes. So the uh, community that I work in, the town, we have been searching for a supermarket to come into the town where I'm at uh-huh. in this one shopping spend- center that's been vacant. They wanted to pull me in. It's funny you talk about. Wait, the why are you searching for it though? They pulled me in. What did I? Didn't I call <laughs> yeah. this like so they a year ago? To, but it's more to represent the community sure. side of things. Sure, Dave. Sure. So okay. we have a nice committee within the town, but we have a meeting with BJ's. We have a meeting with Costco. We have a meeting with Sam's. The big, the big hitters. Let me get this straight. Um, I'm t- taking classes. I'm doing all this stuff, working. <laughs> And Dave's going to be the commercial agent at the end of the day. <laughs> well, no, I'm not. I mean, I'm not closing. No, the that's deal. awesome. I'm not closing the deal, but I need to go speak on behalf of the community's needs. That's awesome. Um, so then, when the deal does close, and we're very close to a deal um, with one of those three that I just mentioned, say it again. Say the three. The big three. Yeah, I well, can't repeat. BJ's, you got to go back. Yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> so this hasn't Joe's? happened. Did yet. you say Trader no, Joe's? No, not Trader Joe's. We have one. BJ's Stop and Shop. No, BJ's Sam's care. Costco. Oh, wow. It's incredible. Yeah. That's such a cool experience to be involved in because some people, I may never get to sit sit in on one of those meetings. Yep. And the fact that you're exposed to that is wild. Yeah, it is. Um, And I mean, even just with the walkthroughs, right? And then dealing with these um, companies and organizations. How cool is real estate? Oh, it it is great. It's wild. But the build out, you're talking for all these guys, nine to 12 months. So once we close the deal, it's nine to 12 months will be the uh, the actual supermarket coming in. Yeah, and think about it. They, they'll probably sign like a 20-year lease. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, it's, which, it's, it's a huge And it's lease. guaranteed because mm-hmm. it's a big... So, like, for investors, yeah. if you own that property, that thing is what they call a triple net. Right. You don't have to do anything yes. and other than the, to make sure that it doesn't burn down. The town they also... We're, our perspective, what we love about it, is the tax dollars that'll be coming in um, paired with... We want this to be... A, a location to where the community can actually work in. It's an anchor tenant. Correct. Yeah. Um, Pulls so in other it, businesses. And it's giving back to the community, right? We're taking people in the community. They're working there. They're managing the store. Um, they're cashiers. They're stocking the shelves. They're learning the business side of things. So it, it all, it, it plays very well into what you believe a community to, uh, I, I guess, how a community is supposed to operate. One day you're just going to have like a, a, a hard a snail mail that says like you've been elected as Greenwich first selectman <laughs> and appointed but or like submitted Mike Pirelli, Mike Pirelli. offered you come on over uh, no that's man, so, awesome so, good for you so paired with the watch you know I'm feeling good oh that I'm, meeting's today it is today okay um wow. and again it's not the first one but this is probably talking like this this with is your left hand <laughs> probably the one <laughs> so you know what we really need in this community <laughs> yeah you know what's funny about the political game though man and I hate this and I you know I gotta be careful with how I say this but like I've seen individuals that run for like top positions and they have a nice watch on and that gets thrown in their face as they did something um 
uh, I guess, against their ethics, right? Their, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, no matter what you do, people are always going to say, well, you could have spent that money on getting food for the neighborhood. You know, there's yeah, always, but you like, can't win either way, though. Cor- correct. if you're not polished enough, then be like, look at this slob trying exactly. to lead her. So it's, you can't exactly. Win. So it's, it's a tough thing. It's, a, it's tough. And, and my wife and I had that conversation because, you know, the trajectory of my career is going that way. Um, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know if it's going to be state, Regina, twenty twenty four. But is it local? Is it state? Is it federal? I don't know. Um, but I enjoy what I do, so yeah. I don't want to. But I also don't want to change the individual that I am. If I like a name, a name brand thing, yeah, yeah, I save my money with my family, and yeah. I made a purchase. Yeah. Like what? What is that to be thrown in somebody's face for? So was, I've seen that. I really don't want to experience that even though i know that is going to come down the line not just for the watch but just in general that's just how life is uh but something that definitely like irks me about you know my my side of careers yeah I, it runs kind of with anything right because like something that we say in our business is like if you have too nice of a car right people think you're ripping them off right oh, gotcha. but i don't have a very nice car at the moment because it's something that i bought we bought outright mm-hmm. so you got to kind of run it into the ground before yeah. the next one so then you get from people, it's like, what is that car? Like, why don't you have but your like car a, is nice? It's fine, but yeah. when you're pulling up next to Range Rovers, Teslas, like in relation, people are like, you're at this build, yeah. you know, four million dollar property. What are you driving this for? Which is fine because I have. That's well, when you tell them it's a company car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, their company cars yep. are like G wagon. <laughs> yeah, they're so, crazy, right? But my point is, like, I've gotten so I've always considered myself having thick skin, mm-hmm. but I've had to have. I, I this, think you have thick skin. I've well. thick everything. <laughs> Uh, but this year has made it even more so because, like, the amount of just nonsense that gets spewed at me through a day mm-hmm. of just random thoughts of people is, like, wild. wild. Because it's not – it's just so – like, we had our – I put on a property, and I we I broke a record. Not that the record means anything, but just something to think about. It's like a new challenge. We had 60 showings in two days. Wow. Okay? Off that house that you were talking about in the last episode? 60 showings. Like, I could barely respond to everyone's voicemails. I was That's calling incredible. people back at, like, 9 at night. Had to ask the in-laws. Shout out in-laws. They took the baby so then I could just, like, come home, keep working. Point being, though, that is such a, uh, a like, if you talk to 60 people right. in a, a two days, it was, I, it's kind of like if you're training for, like, the UFC and they send someone fresh in every like round yeah and by that last one i'm still getting beat up by clients asking questions and that fatigue is like so much mm, that that's a good uh visual but you Very just nice. got to keep like their everyone's question is so different and it's their first experience and you want to make my, it a like, good 50, one yeah. right so i i'm getting better every showing yep. but then at the end i'm kind of fatigued so they're hitting me still hitting me with punches and i'm like no this is that this is that but it's a very um mentally if you're not stubborn a and actually, like, believe in what you're doing, mm-hmm. you're going to get eaten alive. Talk to me about the um, conversion rate to offers. 60, so you got 60 oh. showings. How's the market? Like, obviously, the market's crazy. Out of the 60 offers, how many, I mean, out of the 60 showings, how many offers came through? So we're currently negotiating some stuff right now, so we can't, I can't be specific. Mm-hmm. This will probably come out after. After the But deal, right? traditionally, if, you know, there's certain nuances to this deal. Is it like 10%? Traditionally, you'd probably get like six, seven, it's something like that. Six or seven offers. This is a multifamily with some uh, hair on it, as gotcha. far as like leases in place yep. and some stuff. Yep. But like a single family home, if you have 60 showings, you're probably getting like 10 offers. Gotcha. Okay. You know? Yeah. That, uh, no, but I not just, always, right? You yep. can do that and get none. Yes. So, but this it's just a, uh, you just, the, it's when, it, I don't know, like someone said it, but basically like the more people you see in a day, the more energy gets pulled from you. Mm. So it's a different type of fatigue that like I'm, 
I was in a flow previously, and then there was a little break in the action. Now I'm back in it. Yep. And it, it's like ring rust. Like at the end of the day, I was like, holy hell, that was a long yeah, day. Well, that's a lot of people to be dealing with. Yeah. But it, it's it's uh the amount of people that just the comments. Yep. It's like one guy was so condescending, but I had to just kind of laugh and be like, yeah, you know. Yeah, terribly priced. Like, yeah, uh, you know what <laughs> and, you're talking about. And now, about. W- with these showings, is it a market to where you you better come with your pre-approval letter? Like, everybody is qualified to buy the house? Uh, most people are qualified. You have to be organized. Um, it's still competitive, but yeah. I, it's funny because some agents are saying that they think the, the market's softening. I personally think we're going to have another busy year. Mm-hmm. I just, there's no inventory. The more money that's printed, more people are going to try to hide their assets. Or excuse me, their cash and assets. Trading watches for houses. Watches I mean, for yeah. houses. <laughs> but f- I'd like to incorporate one real estate tip and episode. Yep. This is my advice for multifamily owners. Some situations you cannot do this, but when it's possible, make sure that one of your tenants is on a month-to-month or one of the units is vacant because the ga- name of the game is to expose your property to the most eyes as possible. And even if a certain segment of the market, for example you know, single family home buyers are going to pay less mm-hmm. if they're involved in the transaction, then it applies, it creates upward pressure for other offers, right? So by having leases in place, it's a lot more tricky for someone to get a loan to occupy one of the units. So we're at a price range where if one was empty, we would have sold it like four times over and had way more offers. Because that's live-in rent Because out. someone can get an owner-occupant loan. Correct. Which is a lot less down. Which is help. what I did. Exactly. So it's just like a little tip that a lot of people don't think of. So if you have a tenant, you keep a month to month or you don't renew it, it gives the agent a lot more flexibility to be then sell it to an owner occupant and or an investor. Mm. Very it? nice tip. Yeah, that's a small tip. Yeah. But now, technically, if you go in, and you purchase that multifamily. I mean, you it's not the best for your reputation. Uh, rep- reputation well i don't know why i'm saying repetition but your reputation if you do purchase that house and you technically can kick somebody out and move in well but it's not a good look well as far as kick out it's more of like the eviction process gets a lot more complicated correct you can always incentivize a tenant to vacate with some type of cash offer Mm -hmm. they call it a keys for cash yep keys for cash yeah so like for um what are the properties called uh uh, bank owned Mm -hmm. i dealt with one and the person was a veteran, and they were like, yeah, we're going to give them keys for cash. And they offered them like 15 grand. Hmm. So if like someone's not paying or they're paying a little, yeah. like that's a lot of money, yeah. significant money. But for the uh, buyer or the whatever agent, that might be the difference of them being able to actually secure the property and then making because they can backfill yep. that. Yep. And they'll recoup that in a year. So it's Funny, interesting. We're also going through that too with my mom's, uh, where my mom lives, right? I don't know if you remember. Yeah. You know, a couple months ago, we almost yeah. bought that house. We got yeah. beat out. Very nice gentleman, by the way. I met him. Um, young guy from the city. He just communicates very well. Yeah. And he's like, look, this thing was really under rented. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm looking to move in to then make some advancements myself um, and enhancements to the actual house. You know, I'll give you X amount of months to find uh, property. Yeah, to yeah. find to find a place. But I hope you understand my financials. You know, I can get this. You're paying this, which is significantly lower. Yeah. And I got to respect that. Yeah. You know, so I, I think if you communicate well and you're able to do that, um, you know, you it's might not have much problems. easier to work with someone mm-hmm. and be like honest versus yes. just try to like evict them or kick them yes, out. Correct. Because if someone really wants to make you like make it difficult, they can. Yes. Uh, well, especially in the state of Connecticut, I yeah. have found out um, that yeah, the, Connecticut's not. Yeah. It's pro. It's very pro tenant. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, uh, last last yep. comment is the uh, what was he gonna say? The, the investments. I forgot. It was something good though. Well, if you remember, yeah, just jump right in. But while we wait, I don't remember. <laughs> we are going no snooze recommendations this week. Um, one of our favorite companies of all time. We're talking backwards hat. We're talking tactical baby gear. We're talking Beef Brody and Jade and the entire team down in Hilton Head, South tremendous, Carolina. Tremendous group, right? One of the best. Sent us a nice, beautiful package right here. We have. You're going to like this name. The Sleepwalker TBG <laughs> Roasted Coffee. It's pretty good. Handcrafted small batch from uh, South America. Ooh. Right? So, I, you know, I'm like, ah, Beef, thank you for the package. Jade, thanks for the package. I got to try this out before I, like, recommend it. Yes. Right? So I drink it, and I drink it black because I'm like, well, I really want to get a good feel on really what the coffee is all about. Mm. So- I will say the flavor is phenomenal. It's a very strong taste, but it is a little lighter than my typical like Starbucks um, French or Pike place, but a very, very good coffee. Highly recommend it. Uh, this pouch here is 18, uh, 18 single serve coffee pods for the Keurig, and it's priced at $24.95. But when you break that down, that's like $1.35 a pod. Yeah, so if you're having a pod at home... Yeah, I mean, money, you're yeah. definitely saving money. And even better, you're supporting a great company. Uh, but the name is incredible. Sleepwalker. Look at the dude on the uh, perfect. On the Their box. branding is A1. It, it really is. A1. It really is. Uh, so this box is actually for uh, Mike and CV to try out so you guys can try it yourselves. You can uh, purchase this. All the info will be up on the um, on the screen here. But it's tacticalbabygear.com. Again, $24.95. Um, it comes to like a dollar thirty-five a pot. Mm. Go check it out. But great coffee, man. It's I, I'm very excited uh, yep. to try it. I'm a. I was saying the coffee game. Like I love it so much. But we could, it, it doesn't love me at the moment. CV, what do you think? Can we, can we steal this? If we just brand it with a nice just no throw a, a sticker on top. <laughs> no snooze logo. <laughs> yeah, just throw the sticker right on it. TBG. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, no snooze coffee might have to become a thing. But shout out B Brody and that team, man. They, um, you know, we we're in constant contact with them. But they are so innovative as a crew. I got to get more gear. I love their stuff. They they sent the uh, Rad Dads yep, over, yep. and uh, I've been rocking it. I'm just not as confident as I'd like to be in the outfit. <laughs> uh, um, but they're always, you know, it's a very successful company. But what I like about them, and, and, you know, now that they're in our network, is that they just continually try stuff. Yeah. You yeah. know, like Beef said on the podcast, he's like, look, we just try stuff. I go with the ideas. You know, we, we collaborate as a team. And then if it flops, it flops. Yeah. Um, but- Great coffee. Shout out, you guys. Have you been seeing Travis on his uh his brother and the uh, racing stuff? You remember um Travi? Yeah, do you follow him? Travi. Travi. Yeah, Travi. Yeah, call him Travi. Yeah. I've actually been following Beeve and his uh he's been putting together that pickup tr yes. uh, yeah. truck that he had. Yeah. He went on a camping trip. The Land Cruiser. Cool. Yeah, the Land Cruiser. Yeah. Beeve does great content. Yes. But, but um they all do. The Travi. Travi is also training too. Yeah, Did for you see that? uh race. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's actually training and he's, he's getting physically in that shape. That thing is sick. He's what the, the virtual? Oh whatever. no, I'm talking about training. Like he's running. Yeah, he's running. I know yeah. that, but I'm saying the thing that he you does. would like that because you get to sit there and just drive. That's where everything's going, man. People <laughs> just are just gonna be driving. Sit there around. and drives. Those guys Good. have to be pretty physically fit, though. The, oh, the drivers. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, they got yeah. strong. If you look necks. at them; they're very like little. <laughs> remember? <laughs> you, do you remember? Yeah, you remember thing. the uh, the contraption that we saw? Yeah. That was wild. I wouldn't last in a race car. Very yeah, long. No, absolutely. Like, Floppy neck. <laughs> Floppy neck. Um, anyway, did you see, this is random, but we spoke about, you know, you said Tesla before. Did you see Tesla? Pumping. Oh, my God. Shout out Angelo LaRoche. Oh, he's so funny. Oh. I have to say, if you dislike him, which I don't, I love him. <laughs> 
he, it would annoy the shit out of you because he's just posting how much, basically how much money he's making right, daily. Right. And the but I enjoy the updates. Yes. The one thing I wish he did more is while the stock was pretty steady, I wish he put out more content. Because I know he's a, is he's he putting a, out more content? Because his know stuff that, is super like relevant even now right but i know he's a firm believer in the company i wish before that massive pop he put out more content just assuring like where his thoughts were right i like those types of things and he's, he's doing a great job and he's making a ton of money um you know he, he even got uh, a bunch of a bunch of us involved in in tesla just off of his content that he's putting out yeah um so you know i don't know it's over a thousand dollars a share right now yeah and we're not no financial advice but we'll comment on finances um <laughs> He, uh, yeah, I would love to see him put out more stuff because he was right on. And I think, I would assume, and Angelo, tell us if we're incorrect, you're, have, it's more of a long-term play. So you, although it's doing great, correct. your game plan is to hold on for a long time. Right. So for him, probably when it took that dip, he yep. didn't really care because yep. he's like, eventually it'll go up. There was a, go. So Sorry. I was going to, no, leading no, no, yeah. into my next point. Gotcha. So we talked about Bitcoin a while ago, and this whole episode's about focus. Something and I've food. been trying to do is delete the price on my phone because okay. I find myself checking it, okay. but it doesn't matter mm -hmm. because my thesis is that I'm going to hold on for a long time and yep. then once it's stabilized, borrow against it. Yep. That's okay. the game plan, right? Mm -hmm. So in reality, it doesn't matter. I have to keep buying it at every price, yep. whether it's you know, 50000 100000 20000 if I still think and believe in that thesis, yes. which I do, and I can let the daily price influence, right? So like yep. if you have a commission- and I have a certain percentage I allocate towards that asset. Yep. By just looking at the price, sometimes you're influenced like, oh, it's expensive today. Yeah. Shouldn't yeah. Buy. Oh, yeah. Versus just buying because some would say, say you bought at 60 and it drops to 30, you're going to be like, I'm an idiot, right? No, or you buy more. Potentially you buy at 60 mm -hmm. and it goes to 100, then you're like, I'm a genius. Correct. But it doesn't matter either way right. because long term, it's like, yep. you can't use it for the future. So it's like, whatever, just yep. throw it. Um, I, it's I, hard. I, I, oh, yeah, absolutely hard. Uh, Peloton. Right. Do you, are you still buying Peloton? Peloton? Well, so it, it slowed down dramatically, and then it started to drop, kind of crazy. Where I'm like, ah, well, I mean, it makes sense. People going back to work, gyms. right? But but also for me, like with Tesla, right? <laughs> I don't, I can't bet against technology. Like if I believe in technology, I'm investing in it, right? Just because there, it, it's a proven formula that if you believe in the company, and you believe that they can still innovate with the times. That's a company to invest in, in well, my opinion. You're basically betting on Elon Musk, which is a Correct, pretty good bet. Tesla, I mean, but it, but I'm talking Peloton now. Oh, oh, right. So he I'm, doesn't work for Peloton. I, yet? I see Peloton drop, 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 drop. I'm like, oh, okay, let me buy a little more, a little more. Okay, all right. That's called catching a that's called catching a falling knife. Yeah, Have you ever heard that term? Uh, no, but yeah, that makes sense. It's very descriptive. Yeah, no, it makes sense. So I'm watching my you know big dollar go, and I'm like, ah, those thoughts come in. I'm like, ah, no, stick to the plan, man. Stay the course. Stay the course. So tough though. But I bought. I I happen to buy extremely early um so i mean now the share is sub 100 dollars where it was like 160 mm -hmm. right but i'm just a firm believer that now it is on the on the up um new technology is coming out with them uh they they actually just partnered with a major healthcare company which was big i think as long as they have cody on their team yeah, fine. you that remind dude, me a lot of cody i feel like in a different reality i might have been cody you, you and you cody know? rigsby i mean you he guys cracks you guys. me up that guy but um you know it's 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 a good it's humbling very humbling I my investing philosophy for me, what fits for me personally is I don't like companies. I know you can do very well in them. I just don't like it. I like control of everything. I have gotcha. a control problem, which yep. I didn't realize till I was older. So like everything I'm in, I'm purchasing is an asset that I control. 
because I just I just don't trust. It's terrible to say. I don't trust any CEO of any company. Mm. I'd rather if I go to zero, it's my fault. Right. You know. Yep. No, I, I like the way you said that. Um, so like I'm more the ass. I'm asset heavy, which mm-hmm. a lot. It's a you know a lot. There's no wrong answer for me. I'm just asset heavy real estate. You know, Bitcoin, whatever it is. Yep. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Uh, the idea of focus, right? When we were saying that we want to talk about the topic... Um, focus is something that is, I mean, it's mandatory, right? Focus is mandatory if you're trying to get to the next level or really any level of any sort of progress. When you said the word focus, what came into my mind was looking at the time of the year that we're in now and saying to myself, okay, well, how do I remain focused and not just fall off the bandwagon, but still being able to enjoy time with my family when I take off? Um, but then in business, not allowing things to just collapse and wait until the new year. Mm. Right. I know you had some different thoughts on focus, which tied in really well. And what were what was the first thing that came to mind when you said focus? So focus. First off, I struggle with it. Like it's very difficult for me because I have so many things. going. I know you do, too. But I just always struggled with being able to focus. Mm-hmm. Like even when I was younger, yep. I always jump around. I mean, say what it is. You know, whatever it is, I don't know if there's a I have a medical thing, but ADHD. I know for a fact who knows if there is anyone that might have it. I probably have it that might have it. I mean, uh, might have it, but I don't try to give it power because I think it's a, actually a benefit in a lot of senses because I can jump. But when I think of the word focus, I think more of like I need to start focusing on new things as the business grows, as my life changes. So like recently I've been thinking a lot like I shouldn't be focusing on setting all these appointments i should be focusing on selling this property and marketing mm. it right and what does that look like it happens what do you mean like a, when you think of that and i hear it it makes sense but what does that physically mean like oh like an action so like no, no for, like you're not focusing on booking the appointments you're focusing on selling the property what's so it's um we talked about i don't know what episode but return on time right so like where is my highest value in my own business mm-hmm. so i ask myself that constantly like is me posting a picture of my listing that takes whatever, even if it takes 50 minutes, the best return on my time. No, the best return of my time is me getting a client into the property and talking through there. Best use of my time is calling a client about the property, mm. out, outward reach, yep. you know, all that stuff. And then the second question is like, can I replace myself in that, uh, that actions to free up more time so I can do more things that are better return on time, gotcha. right? So a lot of things I can get by when I'm not as busy. But the benefit of the recent market is that I'm getting stress test more than I have in the past, and I'm, my holes and my inefficiencies get exploited fast, mm-hmm. right? Like I could get by with ten appointments because I'm like, oh, you know, I didn't, I wasn't on the phone all day trying to get appointments set up. I was, uh, yeah, I did that, and then I market versus like, damn, I had to be on the phone all day, and I did the majority of just coordinating showings, gotcha. right? So then. 
the 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 whole word focus is constantly like I need to keep my eye on the target and if it's not working then I need to focus on getting someone to replace me mm. in a in a thing that I could teach someone and isn't a deal breaker, right? Like if yes, it's easier if I control my whole schedule, but I'd rather deal with like, oh, I gotta reschedule someone because they screwed up because I have to pick up the baby versus try to do it perfect. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's hard to do while you're in the in the in the thick of things, right? Mm-hmm. Like I I make a note of it. And I'm like I gotta address this soon, but I can't do it right now. I'll get to it. Yep. Um, and then the other thing is just like focusing on the right stuff. So rather than focus on all right, this deal's gonna be super difficult. Focus on like all right, well this deal's difficult, but if I want to sell things like this in the future, I need to learn what Section Eight tenants the the rules and regs are on. I can't focus that it's more difficult because they're in there. I have to focus on how can I learn about it so that in the future it's going to be uh, something I know inside and out. Phenomenal point. But you know how you get caught in the weeds and yeah. you're like, shit, mm-hmm. I'm focusing on the wrong thing here. Yep. And I'm talking to people about the wrong stuff when I should be talking about this thing. Well, that's a big realization in itself is just being able to realize that. What, yeah, the self-reflection uh, stuff, sometimes you just overthink things. Mm-hmm. But it is, again, it's easier when there's so much input, when yep. you're getting... When there's like everything is getting maxed out constantly, you're able to try to adjust fast. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I love that. Um, but basically my whole thing now going into the new year is trying to focus on replacing myself in the social media realm, doing things that I could do, mm-hmm. but someone can do better or not better, just do yep. and get done. And it's like it's not going to make a huge difference on the I need to focus on growing the business, not so much doing the day to day. Yep. If that makes sense. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, for me, going into the end of the year, right? I I have to, f- I had to find a motivation mm. to keep going. Because in my industry, we got a lot of time off, right? I mean, we get holiday time, we get vacation time. Like it's very easy to take your foot off the gas, go away for three weeks, and kind of just call it a day. Is that bad to do? No, I, I think there's a time and a place. But the motivation for me was sitting down with you know my my leadership and looking at the past two years, right? You, we did some phenomenal work during a pandemic, um, continued to do phenomenal work, but we switched our services to essential services, meaning that we were focusing more on free meal deliveries for seniors, feeding people in need, um, community drives, that type of stuff, right? Then the storm came and you know now we don't have a facility that's operating. But the reality is the past two years, we have not been able to hit our revenue goal. Mm. That's motivating for me because at the end of the day, yeah, I, it was uncontrollable, but that's not acceptable for year three, right? So what can I do now to make sure that we're building for the future in the year to come? So something that I switched, uh, which was really something that I just developed, I always have, so I develop a list, um, and this is throughout the year of my, con- call them community contacts if you want. You're talking local school districts, you're talking clergy like churches, uh, local organizations, small businesses in the town, just to where I develop relationships to where we can partner back and forth on uh, community initiatives. Every uh, January and February, I send an email blast out just saying, hey, love to connect with you guys. You know, this is what I'm thinking about. Um, Let's do a toy donation for kids on this date, right? Instead of doing that and focusing my energy there, I said, well, you know what? To close out the year, I should still reach out to them. But let me say happy holidays to them. Give them each two dates to where in the new year we're going to sit down and meet. As soon as they confirm, secretary sends out an invite right away and that's something that we just started and we're going to do that to close out the year. Mm. So we're just we're getting we're getting momentum to make sure that we stay focused for the task at hand because next year we have to hit the revenue goal. Yeah. 
I'll you know? take that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's something that like. Do you, you find yourself? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, do you no. find yourself where people kind of feed into the expected slow time, where people are like, oh, like. We doing for the holiday, and the, it just naturally people let their foot off the gas. Yeah. But you're like, oh, I don't want to, but you're walking in my office and talking to me for ten minutes about your holiday plans, right? Like where I'm just trying to survive two days and get a just, bunch just done. a string, just string don't two you good feel days like that? together. Yeah. And then people, it's um, what's the word? It's when you're um, self fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. You know, when people, how's the market? Well, the holidays it dies down, and yep. then it like doesn't. But you're like, but it dies down because yeah. you want it to. I think, um, you know, it's going to happen anyway. I know, like, the majority of the staff, you know, the team in place is going to take time off and they're going to enjoy time with their families. But it's a balance, right? Because now at the end of the day, when we need something done and I paint the picture of, like, look, the focus was essential services for the past two years. We've been able to sustain our employment to make sure that everybody kept their job. When there was four to six million dollars of a budget cut of a deficit now that we have to, I'm sorry, not a budget cut, a deficit that we have to refill. So if we continue to operate like this, somebody's going to lose their job. It yeah. could be me. It could be you. Right. So we've Whoa. been painting, I'm no, get fired. <laughs> but we've been painting that picture the entire time. Not that we don't want our team to go enjoy themselves on the holidays, but I think there's a balance, right? When you're, when you're able to work around the holidays and you're in the office for that time frame, get, the job done to make sure that you can enjoy it. A focus of mine also is making sure that during this holiday season, and this is going to go right against what I just said, that I'm enjoying myself. I'm eating what I want to eat. I'm having a great time and making memories with my wife, my daughter, and my family. Mm -hmm. But now how do I focus on doing that and building the business? Balance. Right? But you you have to. So yes, I'm going to take time off. Yes, I'm going to enjoy myself on the holidays. Yes, I'm going to have some nice beverages. Right? But you work hard all year. Why would you want to take your foot completely off the gas? Um, you know, now it's November. You're literally less than eight weeks away from the end of the year. It's very simple to be like everybody else and take your foot off the gas. But no, Ed Milet, something that I love about him, he's been preaching about separation season. Nice. Because when everybody else is home, right, instead of doing that, I'm going to be in the gym. I'm working out. I'm getting my body right. Knowing that I'm going to come and eat a glazed donut, but at least you're not you, you, you're yeah you're sustaining it you're bit. sustaining and you're yeah. maintaining your momentum yeah right whereas I know a lot of people are going to gain that holiday weight which is fine then in business the same principles apply yeah right yeah it's 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 difficult it's easier said than done yeah the uh, what's the other thing I was thinking about oh so I listened to someone this guy he retired at like 31 right mm-hmm. and I I always think about like why do I think this way and why did I think this way in the past. And one of the things I always thought about was like retiring early, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a buzzword. There's a but a, retiring retiring meaning what? I'm gonna explain. So fire is like this term that I've uh, dove into when I started getting into real estate. Mm-hmm. It's called financial independence, which is a buzzword that people throw around all the time. That I'm like, that is not the financial independence. Like making money is. I not, hear financial freedom more than I hear. Yeah, that too. I, but same thing is that, certain words. Is that I'm what like, that is? Similar. So fire, uh, financial independence, retire early, right? Because a lot of people want to get out of a job they hate, right? Right. Right? Wait, what? No, no. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it what? came out. People want to get what? So people want to get out of a job they hate. Oh, so people want to get out so of I, a job. Can I, can I add a couple of things? I was, I've yeah, been yeah, thinking yeah. as you guys yeah, were yeah. talking. 
I think, um, at least personally, when 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 I think about what you were talking about, the the taking the foot off the pedal, I think people take the foot off the pedal because in reality they're not truly happy with what they're doing. Mm. No different with the person that retired early. What does retirement retiring at thirty mean? Yeah, you know, you're not really retiring because if you love what you do, you're gonna always want to be doing well, that, that's, that's no matter point. what it is. Yeah, if you love working out, you're never gonna take your foot off the gas because you love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where some people do it because they have to do it, whereas taking the foot off the gas almost feels like, oh, I need it. I need a rest. I need a break. Yeah. Yep. Whatever. And it's it good is. to take a rest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so to my point is like a lot of people want to escape a job that they hate. Yep. So when these people retire, a lot of the time they start something they enjoy and they end up working just as hard, if not harder, on that thing, right? So I'm like, why does everyone focus on retiring so much? Like it's all about retiring. It's all about retiring. And I think it's a disservice to a lot of people because I think you should focus on it because if ultimately you're going to be in a job and then you're going to end up and you want to get out of it and not work forever and want a nest egg, that's great. But maybe the focus is more important to figure out what you enjoy doing and trying to figure out so that you don't necessarily want to retire. Mm -hmm. You want to keep doing it. Maybe you don't have to do it, but you still want to participate in some form of that thing. And I just think it's super interesting how like, the uh, narrative is always pushed and you hear these words all the time and it's like, oh, a lot of stuff comes down to money, right? So a lot of stuff was created so that people give money to someone else so that they can use that in the meantime. So by you know putting money in 401ks or whatever, they're a great uh, vehicle. Mm-hmm. But the reality is you gave it to a financial firm so they can make the money for six to five years, you know? So there's like a, a mental shift of focus of like rather than focus on delayed gratification, what you need in your life, mm-hmm. you got to figure out how to enjoy it on the way because what are you working so hard to retire and then you can't enjoy it. So it's like this weird, I just, I find myself as I get older seeing more and more uh, people and just, just instances where I'm like, I don't want that. Like yeah. you get, it gets so clear what your focuses are. And for me, having I say it all the time, I'm very fortunate I found something that I I want to do the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I think I probably will never retire in the in the traditional sense. Yep. Because you know, I see people that have done what I'm doing and they're like ninety and they yeah. enjoy it. And they're like, Oh yeah, I'm you know, bought this building, we're gonna do this and that. So it's uh you kind of feel guilty to it in to an extent because I'm like getting I'm excited to go to work. Yes, it's a grind, it's tough. Some days I, I wanna quit, but Every day I get excited to go and try to take on something. Mm-hmm. You sound similar. CV, I'm sure to some extent you are similar. Um, but it's I feel a little guilty because I'm like, and I know it's not for everyone. Not everyone wants to try to pave their own way or yep. has the stubbornness or, you know, I don't think it's for everyone. But the fact that you're like excited, you feel a little guilty because you're like these yeah. people are miserable that I just talked to, mm-hmm. you know? Um, no, good point. I mean, for me, I, I see it all the time, but I, I got to be real with you i yeah. i don't see myself devil's advocate yeah i i guess de- devil's advocate i love what i do i'm extremely passionate about what i do i'm all about you know innovation creating uh impact and opportunity for those that i service right whether that's a college kid coming to my office and we're finding schools for them to apply to or if it's uh you know 97 year old that i'm just talking to gaining some wisdom from or a three-year-old in a little basketball program right like i love all of that but One thing I can't stand in my industry is that people hold on to these jobs forever, right? So one thing that I am focused on is like when I lose that 
innovation, right? And my my um, passion shifts to something else when it when it comes to you know later on down in my life in my sixties and my seventies. What? Oh, that's a weird. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm serious. Um, you know, I I'm not looking. Yeah, can I make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year just consulting and doing that stuff in the same industry? Whereas now, yes, that sounds great, but I probably won't want to do that. Instead, yeah. on my way up to that. I am building, you know, yes, in my retirement accounts and, um, you know, through real estate and stuff like that. Like, I want to be in a position to retire from my industry, still have an income. But then if my passion is like, you know, I want to be on the beach in Puerto Rico and be a lifeguard when I'm 70 years old, I might want to do that. I think that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I think all that's fine. I think for me, I think I'd go crazy. But that's just my personal thing. I'd still work, but I need need a stream of income coming in. I mean, maybe I might open a cigar lounge when I'm... 60 years old yeah, I yeah. don't know I mean that yeah. could be something that happens earlier than that this is, a, this is a little harsh to say but I think there is the uh, element of like the younger you know not always necessarily younger but once someone becomes a dinosaur in the industry it's up to the young lions to eat them up like and I've if no that. one's eating me up uh, like Brady you know, like Brady can play as long as he wants till someone till dethrones someone, him. I listen. You know, that's kind of fun though. That's I love like, that. Imagine being like, if I'm 90 and I'm going up against 20 year old, one year olds, like, how's this guy how's still? It? Yeah, but I think I that's mean, hilarious. So, that is, that is. But even in uh, education, see it all the time with teachers. Yeah. Right. They're, you know, they're 75 years old and they're the holding on. World. And it's like, dude, retire so somebody new and innovative can come take this job. But I think it happens naturally because there's so many complaints, you know, about certain. So yeah, yeah. It's very. And I, I, we're in like I'm in a weird situ- situation where, like, it's not uncommon that I'm dealing with, like, people that are on their later years in life yep. that are still selling real estate. Oh, yeah. Like, in my head, I'm like, why are you still doing this? Yep. You know, so I. I don't know their finances mm. and they could be doing it just for fun. Yep. But I know like for me, I would like to be in the position where I can still do it, Correct. but I don't have to do it. Yes. You know? Yeah. My, my thing is just about opportunity too. like, I, I mean, CV and I see it all the time. You see old miserable people in the industry and you're like, dude, like, let's well, it's not just an age thing too. Let's no, preface that. It, it could yeah, be, it could be fault, just a miserable, you know, person, but it could also come down to like a need. I mean, at the end of the yeah, day, yeah, we yeah. all have yeah. bills. We all have to do whatever. Yeah. So I think a lot of yeah. times when you, and especially where we live, you know, the cost of living is fairly high. So yes. you hold on to things, I think, yep. you know, just because you have to. Yeah. Know? Which is yeah. why it's important now in your 30s and your 40s to make sure that you're setting yourself up for additional assets in in that age. So you don't have to do that type right. of stuff. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's always going to be a great salary. It's always going to be great. I mean, it is what it is. It's it's the job. But I, I don't think that I'm going to want to do this forever. When I'm eligible to retire, I'll probably do that and shift my energy with the same passion to something else. Yeah. You know? It's hard to call this far in advance, but hey, I was listen, thinking man, about that. You heard, it, you heard it here first. We're, yeah. I'm, I'm 40 years old right now, right, Mike? 40, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm only that, 20 years away. We're looking into so the future. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, listen, we went. What all over the place, right? Like, we subscribe, went. Comment. We went from McDonald's to the Rollies to the Donuts to, to focus. the Focus. I mean, we just we just hammered this. And the lack of there, <laughs> and then and the lack of there, it's lack hard. thereof. It's hard, right? Yeah. Uh, so this will bring us to uh, my favorite section, Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. I don't know if I have a listen. You got a, a mantra. You got to wait a little longer because these dimes have been falling. I don't know if it's just more money in the bank for me. If that's what that means, every time it just rings. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my CV. I need more more dimes. I'm gonna have rollers like... falling out of the sky. <laughs> oh man, very simple. You get what you focus on, so focus on what you want. And that right there is an energy shift. That's all it is, right? If you focus your energy on negative stuff you're going to reap those negative benefits. 
And it's not a benefit because if it's negative, that was a little, um, what is that called? The big shrimp? What's that called? Oxymoron. Uh, oxymoron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I what I mean? I'm like big shrimp. Yeah, the big shrimp. That's a good nickname. No, too, big shrimp. The big shrimp. You know what I mean? Like, focus on the things that you want in your life because I, as I, as I do that more, CV loves when I look into this camera. I can't stand looking directly into the camera. I like it. I, I, I really don't like Can it. Can we put almost next to you? But I am, <laughs> but I am talking to the, to the, uh, to the masses here. If something is so small in your life and you just, you know, want to lose an extra five pounds or if something is massive and you want a big job opportunity, focus your energy there because I'm telling you, if you take the actions and align yourself with that, you will make progress towards that goal. I've seen it with purchases in my life. I've seen it with getting jobs in my life. I've seen it with putting things out there uh, to collaborate with brands and then you take action and it happens. Right. So focus on the things that you want. That's my little dime of the week. Dimes. 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 That was a post dime. <laughs> we'll too. do it again. More dimes. Yeah. <laughs> more dimes. More send, dimes. More send dimes. more dimes. Send more dimes. So I don't have a mantra this week, but I've completely forgot about the mantra. That's, right. That's my focus That's or lack thereof. <laughs> um, so we'll do a Miguel's mantra. Well, I got to hold it because I'm dancing. I yep. don't want to drop low, it. it, it low. Feedback, feedback. Um, what was I? I was thinking about when you were talking Just do it. and about, <laughs> well, similar. Um, oh, shit. I'm blanking. Just do it. I had a good thought, but then the dimes <laughs> threw me off. Um, instead of the just do it, though. So Drake, right? He's got this. Yeah, that, that's, that's this a good lyric. Line. He says, Nike keep doesn't pay me to just do it, but they pay me to keep on doing it and doing it again. Right, is like that a song. Yeah, it is. It, it, That's a LL Cool J song, <laughs> is it? But it's it's something along those lines. But really, the thought is like Drake is like. I mean, he's in the top of the world. He, he can just retire. Keeps doing it. But in that same song, he says, "I'm trying to bury everybody else in the industry, twenty feet under, mm. not taking your foot off of the gas." Is that the lyric? No. What is that? I can't read. This that. is a past a past mantra <laughs> from a mantra for you. Wait, why don't we let CV? CV, yeah, what CV, was your? You yeah, jump in. forget I, I the blew, mantra. I blew it. You blew it. Sorry, guys, I wasn't prepared. Wait, for this. what is your? Um, I wasn't. Prepared. What was the intro again? Valenzuela's uh, voice. Voice. Ooh, it's pretty good. The voice of Valenzuela. Yeah, I've talked. Are to you ready? People are sick of me. Yeah, Claudio's. No, Valenzuela's <laughs> voice. Claudio sense. Life is short. Break the rules. Forgive quickly. Kiss slowly. Love truly. Laugh uncontrollably and never regret anything that makes you smile mark twain wow. twain's a good boy that is i love a little twainy twain's a good boy <laughs> not related to focus but no that's beautiful that was good i apologize for the other thing i had a thought in my head and i was like i'm gonna bs this one to get through it and i forgot oh wow you know what we didn't touch on i might when this airs be out of this freaking competition but you got to be humble in defeat what do you, what do you mean now? Do they cut it? In, what do they? Who makes it? Yeah, I mean it's only one person, and I'm in like fourth place or something like that. What? Yeah, it's wild. I've been voting, but Have you been listen, voting? what? I, by the time it comes out, it's already done. So I, I could be in, I could be out. It's all good. Keep pushing it, right? But until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. I was banking on that 25k. <laughs> though, <right? laughs> Yo, that's what I need. That 25k to pay my watch. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> that's another Effie in the books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on.
If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at nosnoozepodcast.